Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I'm your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Uncharted Discussions of Empower to Grow. I'm still with the lovely Jess Dahlberg, all the way from Australia over here. And uh, Jess is a high-performance coach um, supporting individuals from her frame of reference, from her corporate experience as the HR, but also from her personal experience as um, transitioning her life around after uh, a divorce and after the that, uh, fork, that, that fork in the road where it says, who am I and what do I do and where do I go from here? And um, Jess and I were chatting a bit in the middle and said, okay, we're talking about high performance. And I think there's the, there's the concept of the illusion of what high performance is versus the reality of what high performance should be um, that at the end of the day, we don't reach burnout because burnout is, is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not fun being there. And, and, and it's quite tough coming back from it. So yeah. illusion, reality, truth. What is it in the middle? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I find, you know, like particularly for, you know, a lot of my clients, um, it's funny because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working with entrepreneurs. So a lot of them are are male, um, mm-hmm. but I've also been working a lot with with um, with women as well. And it's funny when one of my initial questions in the coaching process is to say, okay, well, you know, when I say high performance, what does that mean to you? And mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's that kind of the women tends to go down the negative path of of what it is, whereas men are very comfortable with it. And and it's just again, well, how we think about okay, well, high performance for me as a woman means that I've got to get up in the morning, look after the kids, get them to school, then I go to work, then I go to home and pick up the kids and then I make dinner and then I bath them and then, you know, I might have a few minutes and then I go to bed and then I do it all over again. Yeah. And not, not taking away from the hard work that men do in the family. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of amazing men out there, but it's more kind of looking, um, I guess, through the lens of being you know creating something for yourself there's kind of no room for it like it's all about you know for everybody else and so um that's can definitely lead us down the path of burnout um you know or if not physical burnout then definitely mental emotional burnout in that you know getting stuck in a place where where you don't have any room to do anything or you know create the kind of um reality for yourself that you want and so the high performance framework that I'm working to is is that balance of yes we want to be bold we want to go out there and and find that thing and live that thing that is important to us that could be our family you know my thing you know a certain part a particular part of my life my family was everything that was my thing but I wanted to be a high performer as, as having a family, which also means then that I have to look after my own well-being. You know, I have to make sure that I, I, I take that time and also have the time out for, for positive relationships and that I'm creating quality relationships, you know, yes. with my partner or with my friends. 
yeah. and I think that that's the part. It's it, from my perspective, high performance is about optimizing um, how you capitalize on your available resources. And uh, again, resources are not just money. So your money is a resource, but also your time, your energy, your knowledge, and and then beyond that, your relationships, your network, and everything else that comes along with it. So. It is understanding that, first of all, what do you have on hand? Because immediately the first thought when I ask um, people I work with, and especially the ladies, like, you know, what are your resources? I don't have the money for it. I don't have the time for it. But in essence, you do have um, some and you have a lot of like the spectrum of resources is still untapped. And that's high performance just means that you need to look at everything you've got and see how you can optimize it. And it doesn't have to be set in stone. So yes, having a schedule is productive, but that schedule doesn't have to be, you know, to the minute and to the T and to, and on a daily basis, it could be on a weekly basis that you put blocks of things you want to achieve and stuff. And um, I know I was sharing with you that um, for me in um, four years ago, if you had asked me, it was like high performance for me meant that I wake up anywhere between five and 6 a.m. Um, take my son to the, uh, to well, first it was nursery and then it was school and then go to the office and, and, you know, do the maximum that I can, like work, work, work for about five to six hours, because then I have to pick him up again, take him to the sports activities, come back, dinner. And then in the evening, once I put him to bed, it was, um, I was working on my doctor degree and I, I was a partner in two businesses. So it was either or, or both together. And I crashed literally by one or 2 a.m. And it was a continuous thing. And when people asked me, it was like, how can you do all that? I was like, yeah, no, it's a superwoman. But literally, I was getting ill, very ill in the process. And as you said, that that mental state of I didn't have time to breathe, let alone do anything that brought me joy, let alone nurture any relationships in the middle or whatever it is, um, that I just felt stuck. And that feeling yeah. stuck, I think, kind of just um, um, accentuates all the, the negative notions you have of everything you're doing, even though I loved what I was doing in my business. I love my son. I love my family. I, I was loving everything I'm doing. And I was getting really ill to the point of, um, you know, going to the doctor, I'm, I'm throwing up literally blood. And it's like, okay, so we need to hospitalize you. Oh no, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, I have my son, I have my, you know, I'm, I'm an expat. And, and it's always those kind of things that we feed ourselves with because we've been conditioned that you do prioritize yourself. You have to do it all or else you're not a high performer and you are not a success. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think, I mean, you've gone through so much in that whole scenario and, mm -hmm. and the, the experiences that you would have had. And, and then, of course, you know, having to give back from, from burnout. And I think probably, you know, because I had a, a client similar to that. And one thing that he was, in, and I'm sure you're very clear on now too, is the value that we're talking about resources. Yes. It's the value of our energy. And True. when I'm talking about energy, our mental, emotional, physical, and even our spiritual energy, True. True. you know, like all of those energies really have to be, if we have those in balance, we don't need to worry about time management anymore because, yeah. you know, that, that comes with that, having those in balance, you know, time management comes by itself. Yeah. Like it just, you know, we will have enough energy to do the things that we want to do. We are managing our energy. Therefore, we're not going to do too much of anything. Yeah. And, you know, it's that, it's that being in a positive place 
and doing from a positive place so yeah. that we can have all the things that we want to have. But it's, um, you know, it's like you say, with that limiting beliefs driving us, if we don't bring awareness to that, knowing <clears throat> what it is, Sure. then um, then it's very easy to feel guilty and even even shame over having to speak up about what we need and want. Yeah. Like even the simplest things like going to get my nails done at the salon for like an hour. Oh my God, that was a guilt trip. <laughs> I was like, you know, I can't afford this. I can't afford the time. Maybe I should be utilizing this, you know, the energy I'm putting into this. Come on, quickly, quickly. And it was always that person that walked into a hairdresser and was like, okay, I need someone to do my hair and my nails and my eyebrows all at the same time. I'm like, okay, so I have four people working at the same time because I'm like, I can only afford this block for me. Yeah. And understanding, as you said, that my energy and my time are resources that I could utilize in, in different ways. But more importantly, and I think the shift for me, the mindset shift really that happened and that, that impacted my perspective and how I live my life beyond that was understanding that, okay, I had to stop and analyze what does success mean to me? Yeah. I have to redefine my success parameters to be as subjective as possible. It's no longer about what society is telling me about the expectations, about you know my, my mom and anyone else in my life. It was about what do I want and what makes yeah. me happy and what gives me that internal um, gratification and fulfillment. And yes. I realized I had a completely different list. Yes. And that shifted everything that I did beyond that. Yeah. And this is where I think we, again, as, as the story we tell ourselves, and the first time I heard this expression, I got really mad because I was like, what do you mean? You're like, I'm delusional. I was like, no, no, it's just, <laughs> it's the way you are conditioned and everything that was told to you. But the story that we tell ourselves is we have no choice. This is the way. Yeah. And, and this, is, this is how we should be to be identified in a certain manner. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, like it's so much, so much truth in in that. And I, it, whoever comes along on our path that gives us that perspective or that sort of makes us sit up and question. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, um, you know, if we can question our thinking, question why we're doing things, and and really asking some, you know, in that asking some some good questions. If no one else is doing it, then we can do it for ourselves to yeah. say, okay, well. You know, is what I'm thinking true? Like, you know, am I bad for doing this or am I selfish for being this? Is that really true? Or often, you know, when we start to more objectively ask those questions, we're kind of using, you know, a different part of our brain that is yeah. less on the emotional side and we're getting a little bit more clarity is a great way to kind of help us to you know, challenge some of our own thinking. Now, I, I know, like I, I listen a lot to um, to Dr. Brene Brown. I, yeah, I think she's just absolutely amazing, and and she was saying like like um, emotionally and physiology from a physical you know physical perspective, we can't actually do that inquiry on our own. Mm -hmm. We actually need someone else to help us ask some of those questions. It's mm -hmm. too hard for our brain to actually comprehend that. Yes. Or to or to go through that process. And so 
um, it is very useful to have someone else and it doesn't necessarily it's great you know if you have the, you know the the finances and so forth to have a coach that's great but there are other people that you can tap into as well and that you trust and then that can help asking asking some of those questions yeah. and so we just challenge some of the thinking that we have around you know yeah. why am I doing this this way like you know why am I holding myself back from this thing that it's a passion in my heart. Like I feel so strongly about like, why am I holding myself back from that? And um, yes, you know, all my family needs me. Yes. And so, yeah, just having someone else to help with the whole kind of questioning or with our own inquiry, I guess, mm -hmm. to, um, to see whether or not, you know, what we're thinking and what we're believing, whether it's, it's, it's true or whether there's an opportunity for us to step, step beyond that. And um, just, try something different, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's, that's it. Like now I'm obsessed with the root causes. Um, I think I've always been very curious about the root cause of why something happens or how we think or why we're saying this, or why we're doing this. I just hadn't realized it. Um, I, I had that investigative spirit with me to, to go and see. And, and now I'm, I'm, I make a very clear mental note of every time I say, I can't, I won't, I shouldn't. And even when my clients do that, it's like, okay, great. Now we've acknowledged that. Let's go back and see why <laughs> you believe yes. that or what, as you said, um, who imprinted that on you? I believe we, we don't just meet people. Um, every person that walks into our life and starting from when we're babies and our caregivers and, and our teachers and our friends and everyone, we imprint on one another. Um, I think the responsibility is to try to positively imprint and um, kind of give people a push forward in, in their belief in themselves and in their belief in their own capabilities and their potential. But we can't help um, the fact that there are people that come in and negatively imprint on us and, and kind of um, offer us limitations that might not have been there, <laughs> but yes. that kind of, kind of feeds it into you. It's like, oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And you start believing it, you know, it becomes your own, you embrace it as your own reality. And yes. um, I think, as you said, um, whether that is someone uh, on the outside as a coach or someone within your inner circle or someone within your tribe who can support you to see those um, limitations, those limiting beliefs, those uh, kind of the, the, the moments that imposter syndrome kind of uh, really shows up and, um, and tackle through it. Yes, yeah. And I guess, you know, like, it, it is, um, I think it's, it's those stories, which, you know, and, and some people will take, you know, say, well, it's not a story, I really, this is my reality. Yeah. So, yes, it is, it is the reality now based on, you know, how we're thinking, but also, like you say, the root cause, yeah. like, when, when did this start to happen? And, you know, mm -hmm. when was the first time where I started to think this? And, and often for a lot of us, it's when we were, you know, young or when we were in our early teenage years and the situations that happen then, it's, it's you know, easy to, to blame that situation or to blame that person. But often it's, you know, we are in that and we're not fully developed yet. And so we've just made up, you know, this is how we understood the world at that time in our life. And so often it's not other people trying to do, you know, to be negative or, or hurt us necessarily in any way, but it's just how we understood it at the time. And then of course it just becomes how we live our life. But 
having that awareness and, and knowing that whenever we are kind of triggered into a situation where, you know, we have that, you know, whatever it is, anxiety, frustration, anger, or sadness, or whatever it is that comes up, is just to know that, okay, all right, I realize that this is, I'm being triggered back to that. Yes. That was a long time ago. And I know that's not the truth. And so what's true now? What is that now? And, and you know, going through that is or having that like you say level of awareness is is very helpful and how and having someone else help you find that is is very helpful as well that's true well i think i this is for me um exactly what i wanted us to uh, to kind of share and and bring forth it's it's the understanding of the awareness um or understanding that with awareness comes um, a lot of revelations and with the revelations you can understand where your blocks are and with that you can go to the root cause and you can unblock whatever you feel is hindering your growth is hindering your performance is hindering your um, stepping into your own potential actually and and realizing and manifesting it for yourself yeah yeah and then that's where that boldness comes in i think where we kind of really got to step outside of the the, the fear and and you know I, I feel very fortunate in my life in the last seven or eight years that i've just been i guess um had people come into my life that has challenged me because you know what sometimes it's it's not fun like you know you're being no, challenged it's <laughs> you know, it's it's really not fun and you kind of to have them people that that do that in a way that you feel that you can still stay in it mm -hmm. and see it and feel it and go hang on a minute I can actually move through this I can move past this yeah. it's um it's yeah I'm, I feel very fortunate to have had that mm -hmm. but I think if we can have that that focus on I would like to create myself as as being more bold or and to step towards that thing in my life that really lights me up you know whether that's to to establish a, a business or if that's being the best possible parent or mm -hmm. the best possible partner whatever it is but to step into that um, more fully and in a more bold way and not mm -hmm. letting those kind of things uh, hold us back is, is really getting closer to the authenticity that we, well, that we need to have. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you so much, Jess. This has really been a pleasure. I'm super grateful and happy that we cross paths from across the world and um, we you. got to have this conversation. Yeah, no, thank you. It's been great. <laughs> thank you, Jess. Well, as Jess was saying, it's, um, it's time to be bold. It's time to step into your own greatness. And it's time to understand that um, whether you are employing others to support you along your growth journey, or you um, have those that you can kind of enlist from within your inner circle, you can do this definitely more than once for your life and on so many different levels. So um, empowered you, empowers others, and I wish you love, abundance, and prosperity. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.